0: You're listening to Trade Secrets with Oliver and Denise. If you work for Microsoft, you can't share operational secrets with someone from Apple.
1: Yeah, that's true. But in relationships, though, it's a little different. We should share the good, the bad, all of those types of things that help our relationships to grow.
0: Yeah, you're right about that. And I feel like the information shared in these conversations will do just that. So let's dive into today's episode. All right, sounds good. Sounds good, babe. You good? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, and I'm I'm actually uh, I'm I'm excited to talk uh, to this gentleman um I the, am too. We connected with uh, him uh, a little while back and uh, was definitely anxious to to have a conversation with this guy. Uh, um, great guy. I've been following him on social media for a little while and uh, just I just love everything. Yeah. I love everything. Yeah. So. He's
1: got a lot of good stuff going on. Who do we have? Today we're talking with Stephen L. Robinson. He is a sought after relationship coach, author, speaker, and radio host. He has a passion for helping couples do relationship God's way. I
0: love it. I, I love it. And that's going to be that's going to be a big part of the conversation cuz I I love when I hear people say that um, doing relationships God's way. Yeah. Um there is a there is a This is this is me. So for those of you who are listening, I'm not shooting down anybody's ideology. So let's just get that straight but in my mind mm-hmm. i believe that there is can i use the word advantage
1: uh, yeah i think so depends on what you're gonna say
0: <laughs> there I, I believe there's an adva- there's an advantage to to doing your relationship guys.
1: absolutely way. absolutely right? so we're gonna dig into that
0: so listen um stephen first of all thank you so much for the opportunity to uh to chat with you man i'm, I'm really excited man thank you for your time i appreciate it
2: well, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Like you said, we follow each other on social media, and I think you have some great information. So I'm looking forward to this conversation.
0: Man, good stuff. Awesome. Thank you. Listen, let's let's start from the beginning. So typically, man, we 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 always like to know what was the path, right? There, I believe that everybody has a path. Everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a passion, right? Mm-hmm. And typically, that path is what leads you to the other two. Mm-hmm. And so, what? What was it that, that fueled this passion that you have for relationships and, and, and drove you to coaching, to, to speaking, to, to being an author and a radio host? What was the beginning of that?
2: All right. So the beginning of that came from two long-term relationships that ended in heartbreak and turmoil. And when I say that they ended in heartbreak and turmoil, man, when I explain to you what happened, you're going to be like, wow. So I was in a relationship for my very first relationship. I was in it for eight years. Mm -hmm. And then my second relationship, I was in it for six years. Okay. So the woman that I was in a relationship with for eight years and the woman that I was in a relationship for six years, here's the common thing. I thought because I didn't lie and because I didn't cheat, that made me a good man.
3: Mm. But
2: little did I realize, that it takes more than just not lying and cheating to be a good man. Hmm. And what do I mean by that is I was in this relationship, but I was selfish. And I believe that, you know, just as well as I know is that relationships are not designed for selfish people. Uh And so I thought just because I'm telling you the truth, I thought just because I wasn't cheating, you know, I was the perfect man, Mm. but I wasn't, I was putting, um, you know, when she wanted to spend time, I was saying, oh, I gotta, I gotta go to work. And I was prioritizing everything else, everything that I wanted to do over the relationship. And so what happened was that led to this woman cheating on me. And this is before I was saved. Um, That led this woman to cheat on me with 13 different men, Hmm. 13 different men. Right. And so, um, I will never forget the very first time that I found out that she cheated on me.
3: Mm-hmm. It
2: was April first because she thought it was an April Fool's joke. Um, I seen something on the computer. I'm not going to get into uh, what I seen on the computer, but basically, that was the confirmation that I needed that she cheated. So I thought, all right, me and her, we 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 broke up for a little bit. But if you know, like I know, there's a difference between being single and being lonely and because i Hmm. was lonely yeah i took her back
3: Hmm. i took her
2: back and i disregarded all the red flags that were already there and yes our relationship seemed perfect because she gave me the password she she did everything that she was supposed to do to rebuild the trust
3: Mm -hmm.
2: however however She had another phone that she kept in the trunk of her car underneath where the spare tire was. And anytime she would leave the house, that's how she would talk to these people. Then, you know, I found out that she was doing it again. So we ended that relationship. Right. And I will never forget. And I was living in California at the time and I was driving from Fresno to Lemoore on the highway and I was so distraught, I was so devastated that I wanted to run myself off the road. That's how heartbroken I was. Wow. Hmm. And so I remember I was going about a hundred and seven miles an hour. And I had my left hand on the steering wheel. And so I thought to myself, okay, I'm gonna take my left hand and I'm going to quickly turn my left hand to the left. And that mm-hmm. way my car will run off the road. But this is before I was saved. I heard a voice in my head that said, Stephen, do not do this. I have so much more for you. Mm. And so I pulled over and I started crying. I started beating Mm. on the steering wheel and everything like that. So I got myself together about a year, year and a half, two years later, I get into another relationship. And once again, you would have thought that I would have learned from the first relationship But I thought because I didn't lie and because I didn't cheat, I was a good man. And I repeated the same mistake in this relationship. Only thing was she didn't cheat on me. She actually said, you know what, enough is enough. And she left Uh and she got with another man, started a family and everything like that. And so that was very devastating. That was very heartbreaking. But the thing about that was I told myself, I said, this is never going to happen to me again. And so I started studying relationships and I started studying what I could have done better. Mm. What happens is a lot of the times when something like that happens, people always automatically blame the other person.
1: Yeah. But I
2: said, I said, well, you know what? I believe I might've played a part in this. Yeah. I didn't lie. I didn't cheat. But was there things that I could have done better? And so I started interviewing couples that have been married for 10, 20 and up to, I think the... The oldest, um, the longest marriage I interviewed, I think, was 43 years, huh. and so there, there was a collective of things that they had in common. And then I remember hearing the voice of the Lord. I got saved halfway through my second um, relationship, but I heard the voice of the Lord say, "Hey, Stephen, here's what I have you on this earth for," and. Your purpose is to revolutionize relationships for the better using biblical principles. So I said, I said, well, that sounds good, Lord, but I don't even have a successful relationship. I have two failed relationships. And he said, it does not matter. If you understand what principles means, principles is something that never changes. Mm -hmm. And so my word never changes. So if you go out there and you teach my word, you're going to, you're going to help these couples get the results that they're looking for and so i said oh okay i get it and for about 2 years i i didn't i didn't acknowledge the situation i heard him but i didn't move forward with it and it wasn't until hmm. 2018 where the lord said hey look you better get in gear or you're going to forfeit the plans that i had for you wow and so i wow. said you know what alright lord i'm going to get in gear and i said yeah i don't i don't have a successful relationship right now but i'm trusting you and since then man it, it started to take off and i started to help hundreds and hundreds of people so that is how i got into relationship coaching wow that is,
0: that that is awesome. that's, that's awesome. awesome and what, you know what i always say that often our passion and our purpose is birthed out of our pain yep
1: right? absolutely and
0: absolutely. and this this is a is a prime example of that man you said so much yeah
1: Mm-hmm. In that
0: li- yep. little bit of time, and and for those of you who are <clears throat> listening, I I hope you caught it all. I mean, there's so many things for for our single listeners who who, who tend to listen to this podcast. Man, there's a difference between being, being single, single and being, being lonely. lonely. Yeah, I mean, that is a whole episode could be done on that. Yep, that alone, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 being able to distinguish what that difference is and how you navigate that. Successfully, man, just if you could just for a quick second, since I mentioned pulled that out, if you could just help our single listeners. Right. How do we determine how do we determine that difference? Like, how do I know if I am actually operating from a place of loneliness as opposed to uh, singleness?
2: Mm. Absolutely. So. How you know the differences, and don't get me wrong, you know, the Lord has given us the desire to be with a partner and everything like that. But mm-hmm. when you're lonely, right, you're constantly thinking about, man, you know, I, I, I need somebody in my life. I need this. I need that. Or you're you're doing things to be around people because you don't want to deal with yourself,
3: mm-hmm. right?
2: You're sitting up here and you're thinking like, I need so when you get into the, the, how should I say it? When you get into the, the frame of mind of, I need somebody, that's when you're operating out of a place of loneliness. But when you're single, you understand that, Hey, look, I don't need this person, but I desire what the Lord has for me, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to go out here and I'm not going to try to manipulate the situation, yeah. right? I'm going to be led by God. And if God has me in a single season, right, a lot of people don't understand wherever God has you, you need to be content where? where God has you. But if you're not content and you're operating from that place of loneliness, you're going to start to do things to manipulate the situation when God didn't call you to be in that particular situation in itself. Does
0: that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense.
1: I like yeah. that. Manipulating the situation versus being led by God. Yeah, it's a difference. It,
0: it, there is a difference. Right. Because and, and you spoke to and you said this before as well. You talked about operating from a place of selfishness and and um, that's also a sign from what you said of of operating from a place of, of loneliness as well. It's I need this and I want this. And, you know, you're right. you're, you're trying to get things met. For you, yeah. as opposed to actually beginning to do what you said you did after those heartbreaks, was begin to study mm-hmm. what you could have done better. Yes, as opposed to putting the blame in other places and and doing all of those other things uh, and operating from a place of selfishness. That that's phenomenal. Yeah, man.
1: that's great. That's great advice. That's a short tip for the singles. Oh
0: man, I'm telling you, that <laughs> it is. That's 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 a trade secret right there. For those of you who are listening just the whole idea that you cannot successfully navigate a relationship and be selfish at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it Correct. just it can't happen. Yeah. Some, something is going to to slip through the cracks. Something is going to fall apart. Something's going to get neglected. Uh and as a result your relationship uh will suffer. Man, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Thank you for taking the time out to to say to say that to our singles. Listen, let me ask you this. And I, I'm I might be getting ahead of this, but I want to put this out there first, and then we'll go backwards, right? I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second. So okay, you have some individuals who are like, okay, I, I heard what uh, Brother Stephen said, uh, talking about living out relationships God's way, but um, I was I was listening to a clubhouse conversation uh, just before taping this and one of the people in the conversation said I'm not a Christian um and so what would you say to the individual who is like okay I'm not really big on the whole God principles thing can I still navigate my relationship successfully
2: mm.
0: as opposed to, whatever it might mean to live out my relationship God's way.
2: Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a actually a very, very good question. And so I, it's, a, I think it's a twofold answer to that. Right. So yes, you might not necessarily be a Christian, however. Right. And I, and let me just, I'm going to bring my book into this really quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so as you know, my book is titled trusting love, mm-hmm. right. And so trust is an acronym so it stands for eight principles that if you follow you will have a very successful relationship right mm-hmm. and so those the the acronym stands for the t stands for truthfulness the r stands for respect The U stands for understanding. The S stands for safety and security. The T stands for transparency. The I stands for invest time and emotion. The N stands for niceness, and the G stands for God's wisdom. Right. Mm -hmm. So now let let me break this down in a sense that yes, you might not be a Christian, right? But if you apply all of those things, those eight letters, right, minus maybe the God's wisdom at to a degree because if you're not praying and stuff like that but those other seven letters are the principles of God mm-hmm. to have a very successful relationship. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you might not be a Christian, but if you apply those seven, you're going to have a pretty decent relationship. Now the G, right, is is in fact all of God's principles, but then you want to add into God's wisdom where you know you're 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 seeking prayer on how to handle certain situations, right? So that might be the, the factor that let's see, you'll you'll have a great relationship, but you might not know how to handle every single thing that comes your way uh-huh. if you're not in constant prayer with the Lord. So yeah, you can have a a, a, a pretty decent worldly relationship, mm. but Mm -hmm. But if you want to have a true thriving, successful relationship, no matter what storm comes your way, you have to include God into your relationship. So, yes, you can have a successful relationship using those seven. But if you want to have a thriving,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. you got to
2: use those eight.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yep.
0: I love it. I love it. And I love that you brought the book in because we were definitely going to mention that those of you who are. Uh, who are listening, that is a book that you need to have in your library, and, and we'll, we'll bring it up again in a little while, but it's called Trusting Love, Eight Letters That Will Revolutionize Your Relationship. That's and, great. And that's something, and I love what you said, right, because it it is exactly the way we think. All of those things that you mentioned, right, are things that align with the principles of God,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Right. The transparency, the honesty or truthfulness, uh, as the T stands for, respect and understanding, all of those things are, even if you don't claim to have the title Christian, mm-hmm. if you are living that way, you are actually living godly principles. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, it's, and it's the godly principles that allow you to navigate your relationship successfully. Mm-hmm. That is gold.
1: Yeah, golden.
0: Gold. Yeah. I love it. So let let's let's ask this. Um, and and babe, I know you may have some, some questions as well. I know I'm I'm definitely dominating this conversation. <laughs> and I and I'm apologize. <laughs> but I'll I'll ask this one last thing. So for the individual who wants who may be listening and is saying, hey, okay, there are some I'm listening to this and I don't feel like this is the kind of relationship that I am uh, experiencing in my life at this time. What would be their first, if you will, step towards moving in a different direct and better direction?
2: Well, the first step is getting in constant communication with the Lord, Mm
0: -hmm. finding
2: out what it is that he wants from you. So let's just say, you are in a relationship, you're dating somebody, and you feel like, okay, well, these, this I'm not getting this, right? So with that being said, then you need to take that to the Lord. And you have to say, hey, is this person a good fit for my life? Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the Lord has sent you signs already if that person wasn't a good fit for your life. Yeah. But he'll do it again. He will do it again. He'll say, hey, look, this person is not a good fit for your life. And now at this point, you need to be strong enough to walk away from the relationship. Mm -hmm. You have to desire God so much and what God has for you that you need to be willing to leave things alone that is not for you. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times we stay in relationships that the Lord says is no good for us, but because we are so infatuated with a a certain part of the relationship that we don't let that go. And we cause a lot of pain on ourselves. So with that, with that being said, that would be my very first thing I would tell you is to go to the Lord in prayer and see what he says about it. Now on the flip side, if you're married, right. Go to the Lord and ask him for wisdom on how do you need to address this with your partner?
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Right. And once you go to the Lord and you ask him how to address this, he gives you the answer. Then now you sit down and you have a conversation with your partner and you say, hey, listen, this is what I've been noticing. This is what I've been feeling. And let God guide those words out of your mouth. That's the first step. I like it.
1: That's good. And I was going to ask you, but you you answered it as you as you continued on with your thought. But I was going to ask you, why do you think we ignore the signs and we ignore those red flags? But you mentioned that you know part of it is probably because of infatuation.
2: Absolutely. So so I, I, I'm going I'm going to share something with you guys, and I'm very transparent, right? Because although I'm a relationship coach, I don't always get it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. last year, last year. I fell into that same exact thing where the Lord was saying that this, there was a person that was not a good fit for my life. Mm -hmm. And I clearly seen the red flags and I said, well, God, maybe if I just continue to Mm -hmm. operate Mm -hmm. in love, this person they'll, they'll just, they'll change. And you know, like I know, we Mm -hmm. we can't change nobody. We can inspire somebody to change, but we can't change them. And I thought, I thought that, no matter what, if I just love this person, that I can inspire them to change. Mm -hmm. And God was saying, that's the person for you. That's not the person. And I fell into that, the same trap that I was just talking about. And the great thing about that is because I have the experience now, I definitely can talk about that because I fell into infatuation. And at that point, I put God on the back burner. Mm -hmm. And so I say all of this because that's where the brand Trust God came from. Because I got into a position with this person where I lost everything. Everything. And so I was in a true trust God moment. And so God, He said, You say you trust me, but do you really trust me? Mm -hmm. And so He was like, Because if you trusted me, you wouldn't try to manipulate the situation. And that's what I did. I tried to manipulate the situation. So, um, I, you know, I'm free to speak about it now. You know, I'm very transparent because I truly believe that my experience and the pain that I go through is not for me, but it's to help other people.
1: Mm, That's great. That's, that's big because infatuation Mm -hmm. is a really, what's the word? Um, strong emotion. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's very easy i think for a lot of, for for the lines to become blurred between infatuation and this has got to be god you yes. know what i mean
3: yeah, yeah. and
1: so that that's, right. that's that's huge and so you know it's understandable where you know you tend to ignore what you feel like you know a prompting or a red flag because you're like well i feel so strongly mm-hmm. this can't be infatuation right but I think that right. what's important in this is that having a strong, deep connection with God will help you to differentiate mm-hmm. the two. The Holy Spirit will Absolutely. become more, um, what's the word? More strong in, in your heart and mm-hmm. in your mind, the closer you are to God
0: yeah. I, to I be agree.
1: able to differentiate the two.
0: I agree with that. That, that is, that, that's a great, um, uh, component as it relates to the metrics behind knowing if you're going the right way or not yep right is listening to the holy spirit yeah and stephen you gave another great metric if you will or or test to to understand how you're operating if you're trying to manipulate the situation Mm. If you're like, man, I'm you, you, you see that you're you're working hard at yeah. trying to make a circle a square.
1: Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yep.
0: Then, then you you probably need to step back a second. <laughs> yeah, you're doing and, too and, much. Right, right. You're doing too much. Right. So you need to step back a second. And so for those of you who are listening, because we're all guilty of that, right? Absolutely. So let's be clear. Nisi and I are guilty of that as well. Yep. Right. We saw a square and we're like, no, it's got to be a circle. And mm-hmm. I know I can make it a circle. Yeah. I can do what I need to do. I'll shave off what I need to shave. <laughs> right. Off, you know, and you know, we split getting splinters and cutting ourselves and you know, yeah. after a while, like, wait a minute, this it's not supposed to it's be it's too much. Right. We're yeah. doing too much. So so for those of you who are listening, that is a great um thank you, Stephen, for mm-hmm. uh, for sharing that because that is a great way to evaluate, which we talk about often. Evaluating, you know, how you're operating. Uh, In your relationship, man. That's, man, gold. Listen, we haven't even asked for trade secrets. Yeah. Right. And Stephen has been dropping them consistently from the first 10 (laughs) seconds of the conversation. So we appreciate it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, got to ask you this question, Stephen. When you're coaching couples and you're sitting down with couples and, you know, they're talking to you about what's going on and what challenges they seem to have, what seems to be a common issue or the common thread that you see? that most couples seem to have or come to you with?
2: Okay, so it's a very big one and it's crazy because the Lord gave me this word back in 2018. And the word is in my book, but it's transparency. Mm. A lot of couples are not transparent with each other. So a lot of people don't understand that there's a difference between honest, being honest and being transparent, Hmm. right? So being honest is if, if you come to me and you ask me a question and I answer honestly, but transparency is offering information without the person having to ask.
3: Wow. Let
2: me give you an example, right? So let's just say I'm in a relationship with a woman and maybe my, you know, ex-girlfriend or something like that caught my phone, right? Being transparent is going to her saying, Hey, listen, honey, um, I just want to let you know about two hours ago or, you know, 20 minutes ago, um, We'll just call her Diane. Diane called my phone. Mm-hmm. And the thing about that is you're being transparent mm. because number one, she doesn't know about it, right? Mm-hmm. and And she doesn't know about it. And the world's way is, oh, if they don't know about it, you don't have to tell them. Mm-hmm. yeah, if it's not if it's not if it's not if it's not harming, you don't have to tell them. Mm. But guess what? In kingdom relationships, kingdom mm. marriage, you want to be transparent. You you want to come and let them know everything, everything that's going on, because that is a great communication piece, being transparent. So that is what I find is one of the common denominators um, when I'm coaching relationships, because it'll be like, well, I didn't know about this. I didn't know about this. Well, why didn't you know about it? Yeah, Because the person wasn't transparent with
1: you. I love that. Do you know why I love that so much? Because, you know... It's not that you're necessarily trying to keep a secret per se, mm-hmm. but there's a reason why you're not being transparent. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why you're not disclosing all of the information, right? Yeah. And I think that keeping those kinds of things in the dark is exactly what the enemy would want us to do, because that is something yeah. that can be used a- against you, quote unquote, you know, later on down the line at mm-hmm. anything that is revealed or opened up, mm-hmm. it has no power over you anymore. Right. And so just reveal right. all of these things and being transparent about these things that to you, you know, it's not a big deal, no harm, no foul. She don't know, or he doesn't know we're all good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to affect the relationship, but if you're transparent, it no longer has power over you. I love that.
0: That's good. That's good. And if I have to be one and, and you know, folk who listen, know that we're, we're hundred percent us, right? So if I have to be 100% honest and transparent, mm-hmm. if you will, in this moment, that actually spoke to me, yep. Stephen, because yep. I'll be honest. I am one of those people who who is like, well,
1: At least I'm being honest,
0: you know, and and it's not that I'm not transparent, but I, I, I do have these moments where I'm like, well, it's of no bearing Mm -hmm. to the scenario in any way. So there's no point.
1: Mm. I love it.
0: Um, So I listen, I appreciate you for saying that because that if for no one else was actually for me. Yeah. Like, I mean, and and it's not that I'm dishonest by any means. Mm -hmm. But I I have been that person who was like, well, that that information is not really relevant. Right. Or that information or it was too long ago or it was whatever the case, whatever the the tag you put on mm-hmm. it that keeps you from from feeling like it it needs to be said. So yep. that's freeing. Thank you for that. And, and, I, and I believe that that will be freeing for some other folks as well. Let me ask you a follow up question to that. How do we? Because often the transparency, right, is it, it it tends to be in a scenario that's a little tense or a little heavy, mm-hmm. right? We often like think about vulnerability and transparency in the context of, man, I'm about to have this hard conversation. Yeah how how do we get to a place where this becomes habitual for us? Is there a way that we can practice uh, transparency?
2: Oh that's that's a very very good question. Um and what I would
0: say is just starting
2: small. Just start with the stuff that like you said you might feel like it doesn't matter. So share that stuff with your 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 partner. So if you're let's I don't know, let's just say you were going to the store and you might have opened up the car door and you might have like hit somebody's car and like put a little scratch on it, right? And nothing big. But that's a moment for you to be transparent with your partner, not to say because like you said, it doesn't have no bearing in the relationship.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: guess what? What you're doing is you're communicating. You're and now you're you're starting to communicate constantly with yeah. your partner by sharing the small stuff. Yeah. And once you get to a point where you're able to share the small stuff often right? The bigger stuff now becomes slightly easier. It won't always be easy. So I'm, I'm just going to put that out there, but yeah. it will be slightly easier for you to share the bigger stuff because now you have started to form a habit of right. being transparent in all walks and aspects of your life.
1: Yeah, like that's yeah. good. That's Start good. small yeah. and, and, and be Intentional. And, you know, even the small things that you're like, oh, is this really being transparent? Because mm-hmm. it's so small. Right. It may seem insignificant, but start there. That's where you
0: start. Yeah, yeah. that's and, good. And you know what? It, it's interesting. And, I, and I've said this before. It's it's a concept that we use outside of relationships all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. So I can't pick up a basketball for the first time and be like, all right, I'm ready to go play with the Knicks. Mm hmm right i can't do that and so right. i have to start in my backyard or i have to start at my school gym or wherever it is and and get that coaching and get you know be, begin to build those skills and as i build those skills it becomes easier and 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 uh more part of the fabric of my life all mm-hmm. right so i love that 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 is great man and and that is um Man, Steven. Uh, see you you dropping too many, you dropping too much stuff, man. You, you're trying to get me to keep you over time.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> hey,
0: it's it's great too, man. And and I I wanna I want to um before we turn a corner, I want to I'm gonna pull out something that you put in the description of your book. And for those of you who are listening, we will definitely tell you how to get that book um, shortly you started out the description with this statement, God is a relationship expert. Mm. I thought that was so dope because it, it, that sums up really all of, all of the, that puts a bow on all of the reasons why we should live our relationship God's way, Mm. right? If you're looking for an expert in any area, or you need help in any area, I would say, why would you not look for an expert, mm-hmm,
3: right? right? If
0: I have a plumbing problem, why would I not look for a plumber? Yeah. If I have an HVAC problem, why would I not look for HVAC? If I have a a vehicle problem, why would I not look for a mechanic? God is a relationship expert. I just want you to, just for a moment or two, before we turn a corner, just kind of, let's let's just plug God for a second. So mm-hmm. just just talk about that for a second.
2: All right. So yes, God is a relationship expert because if you look at the Bible itself, right, it's one big love story and yes. it's about the relationship that he has with us and how he reconciled um us back to him. Yeah. Right. So that's number one. Number two, right? Who is the creator of relationships? Yeah. God is the creator of relationships. Right. Yeah. So it like and I like to use this example all the time, right? If if you know God rest the uh, Steve Steve Jobs soul but he created the iPhone or yeah he let, let's just say he created the iPhone right and I might have the iPhone and I might know how to do certain things with the iPhone right but since he's the creator he is the expert right he might be able to tell you certain things that's in the little motherboard that we don't even know about
3: yeah right
2: we you know he might be able to tell us oh well you know you actually can film, a video, and play your music at the same time. And here's how, right? Don't get me wrong. Yeah, we can figure it out along the way, but why not go to the expert if you have a, you know, if you have a problem or you want to know how something works. So since God is the creator of relationships, he is the expert because he's the one that put it in place. So if you want to know how to have a successful relationship, go to the very first, creator of relationships. And that was God.
0: Yeah. That's it. That I love that it. Is,
1: it. It can't get any plainer than that. Yeah.
0: I love the analogy. Right? I yeah. love that. If, if you got to go to the creator, uh-huh. right? The person who created something obviously knows uh, all of the, the intricacies tr- right.
1: of it. Yep.
0: That's great. <sighs> That's good. Yeah. that That is good.
1: So listen, we've been, like you said, getting trade secrets from The time that we welcomed you up until right now. But if you could specifically give one trade secret for the husbands and one trade secret for the wives, what would that be?
2: Can I group one together and then do husband and wife separately? So can I do three if if you don't mind?
0: Absolutely. Do as many as you want.
2: Go for it. (laughs) Okay, great, great. So I'm going to give you a list of 12 on how to build a great (laughs) relationship, great marriage, right? Mm -hmm. Number one. Don't lie, right? Don't lie. Number two, do not cheat. Number three, and this is, and this goes for both men and women, mm-hmm. do not pretend. Because a lot of times we get into relationships or we pretend to do things or pretend to be somebody that we're not. Do right? Not. Then okay. that comes into the form of manipulation. Do not manipulate. Do not hide the truth. Say what you mean, but say it in a loving way. Because, you know, sometimes we might, we might, uh, might have to say something that might not be too, too great, but the word says, speak the truth in love, right? Deliver on your promises. Okay. That is a big thing. That's also another thing that I see in relationships is that people say things and they do not deliver on their promises. And what that does is creates inconsistency and it creates broken trust. So you want to deliver on your promises right? You want to give trust. So a lot of people think like, oh, okay, well, you know, I just have to, you know, tell them the truth and all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. But you also want to give trust. Explain your decisions, especially if you're married, right? If you're married and you had to make a decision, explain to your partner why you made that decision, because what that does is it actually helps. for for your partner to understand you better. And it's another way of communication and building a bridge between you two, okay? And share your intent, share your intent. Do not, this is a big one, do not defend dishonesty. Mm. If you were ever dishonest at some point in time in your relationship and you got caught or you didn't get caught, whatever, do not defend it because dishonesty has no place in a successful marriage. Mm. And last but not least, just be honest. So that goes for that goes for both parties, right? Okay. Now a trade secret for the men. And I just posted this on my Instagram. But what I believe that we need to start doing is we need to start normalizing men. Just just do something simple as open up your woman's car door for her. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. as simple as that. Mm. Because the reason the reason why I say that is because and, and it's it's crazy because I go out all the time. I go out all the time and I lo- I, I pay attention to these things, right? But what you want to do, men, is you want to show your woman that she's valued, right? Mm-hmm. Valued all the way around. Don't mm-hmm. just show her that she's valued in the house. Show her that she's valued in public. Take care of her in public the same way you do in private. So, one simple tip: trade secret open her door. I, I promise you, I promise you that she will love that. Mm. And in return, hey, if you're married, <laughs> you know, it, it might lead to something else. <laughs> and then for the, for the women, for the women, wholeheartedly, what I would say is allow him to lead, allow him to lead as he is following Christ. That's what I would say for the
0: women. Allow him to lead as he is following Christ. Wow, that is um, man. You gave gave a blueprint just now.
1: Yeah, you know what I love too about the trade secret for the husbands: start normalizing, showing her that she's valued. You know what is is huge about that because I notice this every time that you open. The car door for me or you open the door for me if my mom is with us she always says oh you know you have such a good man he's such a great man you know he's so good to you and so that makes other people when you Mm, show me that you're i'm valued that other people notice that Mm -hmm. right that's good and so yeah if other people notice that they're going to be like hmm you know what? I need to start valuing my wife more. Or even people that aren't married, hmm, that's something that I, I know I need that to, that I want to, I bride, want to incorporate want to into yep. my relationship. Mm-hmm. Other people notice when you value your wife or even wives. Mm-hmm. Other people notice when you value your husband. Yeah. They see that and it's Absolutely.
0: That's good. That's good. And for those of you who are and, looking and to, too. go ahead, go ahead, Steve. And if you don't, if
2: you don't mind, I, I want to share something with you. Sure. Um, so, I, I open the car door all the time, you know, when I'm in the relationship. And so the woman that I was getting to know and building a friendship with, and we're still building a, a, a phenomenal friendship, right? She has a son and the son noticed that I was opening the car door for her, right? And you know what the son started doing mm-hmm. when I, when I'm not around? The son now opens the car door for his mom. So that's, so that's the thing, like, especially for families, right? If you're married and you have children, men show, show your children, not only your wife, but show your children how a woman should be treated or if, you know, it's a daughter, how she should be treated by doing, by being an example, by doing that to your wife.
1: Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. And that has happened. And I think I told you about this, babe, how, where if it's just me and our son Justin in the mm-hmm. car, he'll get out. If I go to the gas station, mm-hmm. he'll get out of the car mm-hmm. and he'll start pumping the gas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just they see these things, they notice and they watch. Yep. If you were to never do that for me when we're in the car, mm-hmm. he wouldn't think that he had to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. It's huge. That's right. That's big. Yeah. And you, you are. You are an example. I, we've said this before. You are an example, either of what to do yep. or what not, not to, to do. do. Yeah. But you are an example. Right. Mm-hmm. You are. Man, thank you so much. And and for those of you, you, you already know, you know, as you listen to these episodes that you got to pull out pen and paper. Mm-hmm. You got to go back and listen again. Steven gave us twelve things, and and you got to go back and listen so you can get the twelve things. If you didn't write them down, don't mm. lie, don't cheat, don't pretend, mm. don't manipulate, don't hide the truth, mm-hmm. deliver on your promises, a- explain your decisions, share intent, uh, all of them. Don't Just defend dishonest. Yeah, yeah, don't defend. You got to get those, man. That is a blueprint, right? Mm-hmm. If you, we we all want to to understand how to build a successful relationship. Right. And any building has a blueprint.
1: You're right. Mm -hmm.
0: And you just got a, you just got some gold there. So Stephen, we want to thank you. We want to turn a corner real, real quick with you before we let you go, but man, thank you so much for just the (laughs) wealth of wisdom that you dropped on us in this, in this short amount of time. We appreciate you, man. Thank you for that. Yeah you're more than welcome. Thank you very much for allowing me to get on
2: the platform and just share what the Lord has downloaded to me because I truly truly believe that we can have a lot more kingdom marriages if we get the
0: message out there.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. That's key and that's what it's all about.
0: That's what it's all about. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about. So, mm-hmm. let's let's before we we definitely want to know how to uh get in contact with you. How do we follow you? How do we get the book? But before we do that, we're just going to play a real quick game with you. Uh, It's nothing to think about. It's uh, uh, just an if this, then that kind of game to get to know our guests. So what are we doing, babe? So
1: we call it the 60 second think fast. And basically what it is, it's a a series of 10 questions that I'm going to ask you. Each question has a choice. There's two answers that, and you have to pick one of the two answers for each question. For example, what's your favorite color, red or blue? And you have to pick one of those. And so okay. we're, um, we're going to, it's 10 questions. Like I said, we're going to try and do it in 60 seconds. Ollie has set the timer. So putting us under a little bit of pressure to try <laughs> and finish within 60 seconds. Okay. Okay. All right. You're ready. I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. See the movie or read the book. Read the book. Summer or winter. Summer. Morning person or night owl?
2: Morning person.
1: Small town or big city?
2: Small town now.
1: <laughs> car or truck?
2: Mm, good one. I would say car.
1: Gym or outdoor exercise?
2: Outdoor exercises.
1: Tropical island or ski resort?
2: Tropical islands.
1: Action movie or comedy?
2: comedy i like to laugh
1: mm-hmm. baseball or football mm, that's good oh football okay last one try a new dish or play it safe
0: try a new dish
1: very cool Ooh, we got cool. that close
0: six seconds left all <laughs> good very cool. It's all good. Yeah. So good stuff, man. Thank you so much again. This has just been enlightening. I knew it was going to be. Yeah. I was looking forward to talking to you because I already knew just from following you on social media and seeing what you put on there. I just knew, Hey, this is going to be, this is going to be some good stuff. I already know it's going to be good. So we thank you again. We Mm -hmm. ask, we pray that God's blessing continues to fall on you. His favor. And all that you do. And listen, before we let you go, we gotta know how we can connect with you. We need to get that book. We need to get the trust God gear and 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 support that that brand. So talk a little bit about that, and let us know how we can connect with you. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay, great. Well, you can connect with me. My main platform is Instagram, so you can follow me at Stephen L Robinson, and that's spelled S T E P H E N L and Robinson, R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N. I I recently just started a Twitter not too long ago, and you can find me at the same exact place, same exact handle, except for um, in the Robinson, it will be S-T-E-P-H-E-N-L-R-O-B-N-S-O-N. Somebody already had the I in there. So um, you can follow me there. You can grab the book either from me through one of the social media platforms. I'll go ahead and sign it and mail it off to you. And or you can go to Google, type in my name, Stephen L. Robinson, and it's the first one of the first two links that comes up and it's on Amazon and it's titled Trusting Love, Eight Letters That Will Revolutionize Your Relationship. So that's where you can find that. And as far as the Trust God gear, uh, you can go to trustgodware.com. And you can purchase a shirt, you can purchase a hoodie, long sleeve. Um, We are going to be coming out with joggers pretty soon. Um, So it's just to get the message out. The Lord gave me a vision on top of this other vision. So I believe that I'm put on this earth for two visions unless he gives me more. And that's to revolutionize relationships for the better using biblical principles and to restore people's trust back to God by wearing the message that it's okay to trust God. And don't worry, your shirts are on the way. Um, so I just had to get some stuff with the manufacturer. I know, you know, it's been a little bit, but you will have your shirts so. though. So thank you very much for your support,
0: man. Thank, thank you, man. We appreciate it. And we'll make sure for those of you who are listening, we'll make sure that all of that is in the show, show description. Yeah. Um, again, blessings on you. We hope this won't be the last time we connect, man. We definitely need to uh, stay connected. You are, uh, you are doing phenomenal work and um just blessings on everything you do my brother
1: yeah thank you so much
0: thank you very much i really appreciate you guys having me on your
2: platform it was such an honor i enjoyed the conversation hopefully we can do this again
1: absolutely
2: absolutely
0: this has been another episode of trade secrets make sure you visit www.denali.org for more engaging content and for other ways to connect with oliver and denise Also, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Until next time, God bless.